Are we ready? Frankie, are we ready? I think... I don't see the live button yet. It's not coming up. doesn't say no, it. It, it. Give it a few more seconds. It's broken. Man. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. We're back, Frankie. We're back. We're back. And the whole wide world can answer right now. You can tell me once again who's I'm back. back. No, I'm back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's up, Frankie? Oh, man. We had a little bit of a hiatus. I think that our audience is absolutely sick of our hiatuses. <laughs> well, the good thing is the summer's uh the unofficial summer's over. Yes, the so, summer is over. And it's so great that you brought that up because my very first day I wanted to ask you, Frankie, because me and you both just came from some extended weekends with Labor Day weekend and so forth. And I wanted to ask you, now that summer is over, what was your favorite moment of this summer? <clears throat> Do you have a favorite moment of where you were this summer? I, mean, I know you did a lot. Obviously, you took the family on vacation. Uh, you, you got to... Uh, Go to different parties. Was it was the graduation party this? Uh... It was in June. So it was in June. So we'll, we'll count that. We'll count that. Um, that for being here is definitely yeah. one of my favorite. The stress okay. that we went through, but how how it came out and how everybody yeah uh, joined. Um, definitely one of my favorite. Um, and and to be honest with you, my trips to Lancaster are always great, yeah. man. Yeah, I I never have a problem. Every time we go out there, um, yeah, everybody's just and it's, it's this just year you got chill. to bring Nick and Maria with you too. Yeah, they went with us. Oh my God, they had so much fun. Nice, nice. So that was your. So you, if you had to rank it, you would say to yourself, uh, "This the Lancaster was probably your favorite part of this summer." Oh, absolutely. Mm. All right, that's a fair assessment. By by far, one of my favorite. Uh, oh yeah, I was just there this past week, and again, yeah. I was gonna say, how about a specific moment of this summer? Like, so, I, <laughs> like say you were in Lancaster, was it a specific day or moment that you were like, "Oh, this is." This is amazing. No, so I'm going to tell you a story. So and it, okay. and it and it's going to tie into like three episodes already. I'm going to tell oh, you. Oh wow. Right now. It's tie into like three <laughs> Maybe even four. I'm not even sure. Okay. So you know the whole versus thing, right? Yeah, versus. Yeah, 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 the whole thing that Thriller Thriller and Apple produce is the show where artists compete. Right, where the artists compete. And me and you've done it. We've done Mariah and Whitney right. uh and so forth. Yeah. So we're out we're out in this weekend and um and one of you know my, one of my nephews, he's like, uh, "I gotta ask you a question." And I'm like, "Okay, okay." I like, "What's the question?" He goes, um, "A versus." And I'm like, "All right, throw me the verses." Okay. He goes, "Mary J. Blige." Okay. I said, "Okay." I already like it. I already like it. And then he said, "Beyonce." Oh come on! <laughs> are you serious, dude? dude that are was you the, serious? That was the argument the oh entire God. weekend. We're not doing this, dude. <laughs> the entire weekend. No way, man, dude. But but no. So get this. Wait, I'm curious. Who did you pick? Really? <laughs> Mary J. All day. Just, so no bias whatsoever no 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 I, i'll play neutral yeah mary j no but the, what happened was like a month ago that is not a fair battle though but keep going no it's not mary j wins all the time yeah well I, let's keep no, going listen, don't, let's keep don't, going. don't act let's, like a millennial and go no 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 no, no, no. it's not about is. that i'm talking stylistically like when oh. you when you compare these two artists i wouldn't compare mary to beyonce because i think mary's more of a hip-hop soul r&b artist and i think beyonce's more of a pop R&B artist and I feel like I would compare Mary 
and Faith Evans in oh, a so versus. That, so that we ended I, up we that was once we got rid of Beyonce on it. Yeah, we went to we went to Faith. Yeah, yeah. I would have did that. That would have been that was that would be a hell of a battle. And not only that, Beyonce to, to her credit, I think she's in a little bit of a different tier just because of the um, impact. I mean, come on, single ladies, come on. There's not really much. Yeah. <laughs> like Mary's going to have an arsenal to go against some of her hits. Uh, anyway. No, so I, and again, I love Mary. Yeah. I'm a huge Mary. I came out to um, me and my wife. We came out during our wedding to uh, you're all I need to get by. Okay. <laughs> we came out to that. So okay. that's our vibe. But um, yeah, man. But no, that seemed like a fun time, though. No, but the, the funny thing is that a month ago. Yeah. Him and one of the other guys there. Yeah. We're at a bar, and this whole thing ended up being a topic. Oh, I, Are you serious? Oh, yeah. It was like, I don't know if they were at a bar. They were hanging out together. Yeah. Um, and this whole became a topic. Wow. But like a battle topic. Like, oh, man. It's like, and the one guy's like, no, Beyonce's more worldwide, blah, 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 blah. She's more. So he goes, he gets that, but the body of music. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And the eras are different. But if Mar- totally, Mar- yeah. Mary J would have came out today with all the social media this year, she might be as big. So this was the argument. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I mean, I, I will kill that debate, but. <laughs> so, so that was Friday night. If we went hit for hit. The, right. Uh, yeah. Sure enough. Here comes Saturday. They go at it again. Yeah. It was the continuation. <laughs> the continuation. So now I do the fantasy football draft, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right. So this was on. We did it Sunday. Mm-hmm. And as we're. You named like, your team uh, Beehive? so actually we called the jersey devils okay 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 so um which actually i should not have done that because i think he's um i I think nick's a ranger fan so he probably would have been like more of a ranger i think about changing my team name to touch these tds (laughs) (laughs) no uh, uh, all right i'm only playing i'm only playing so anyway that's not my joke i heard it from somewhere else (laughs) So everything was cool after you know afterwards everybody got together to hang out and do a barbecue. Why do I whisper? Everything's better. Oh no, you did. Yo, it started the whole thing. Over. Oh and, my and god! I, and Look I just at you. Them. Oh, it was devil's it was advocate in the corner. Oh, oh, it was great. It was great the whole thing. Oh man, but awesome though. Though, so that was your favorite. So your favorite moment of summer obviously was Lancaster, and your favorite moment was obviously um, the the versus debate. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but you know what it is? It's just that we. Um, <clears throat> I find that more entertaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like uh, you know, we and then we listen to all the different the different songs and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just I, I, I like to go track for track with people. Like I like to be like, ah, right, you play your hit, not play my hit. Like we pick an artist, and no matter who it is, we just go at it. I think that's fun. Yeah, no, it was good. The versus concept is genius. It's just things that um, it's having a bit of a fallout right now with with money because I think Swiss Beats and and uh, Timberland are having a dispute with Triller, who produces this thing. I think. Triller isn't seeing the audience as much as they thought they would because they've right. been shooing it for free and people aren't paying for this. And some of the artists recently that they have showcased um, haven't garnered the same amount of attention that I think they projected originally. So um, big thing there. Anyway, um, my favorite moment of summer. Yeah. I have to, I, I had a lot of different amazing moments um, that I could recall this summer. I was thinking about it um, between hanging out with, uh, the Berg family, you know, hanging out with them. I don't get to see them that often. Uh, to, to me, being able to um, had a great Father's Day. That was part of, like, uh, late late June, I believe. And then, um, honestly, to cap off uh, this amazing summer that I was already had and happening, having, Jesus, 
um, was the trip to Jamaica. How was that? Bro, Jamaica. One love, <laughs> one heart. Um, I love Jamaica. So this is so funny to me. And I, I came into a few different epiphanies while I was out there in Jamaica. Um, and I'm going to touch on some of them during the show. Uh, but the one that I do, one thing I do want to highlight, I realized that people don't go to Jamaica for the resort. Because the resort, you, you've been to resorts before. It's a yeah. hotel, it's a nice hotel, it's a pool, it's a beach. Usually the beaches are very nice. And don't get me wrong, Jamaica had these things. Jamaica has a beautiful beach. They have beautiful water. All that good stuff. But I think people go to Jamaica more so for the people. The people there in Jamaica Extremely are by happy. far laid back, excited, happy that you're here. Oh, yeah. And they like, and you know how you go to some hotels? Uh, granted, their their job is there to service you. Their job there is to help you and be of great service, right? That's That's what it is. But I feel like in Jamaica, it was more than that. I felt that they had gratitude that you were there and they wanted you to fall in love with Jamaica just as much as they loved Jamaica. There was a sense of pride that a lot of them had, and they were just so warm. The chef that was making uh, my family breakfast, uh, we got so well acquainted with him, he ended up taking a family picture with us. Oh, he <laughs> yes, he did. He came around from his grill where he was at. He said, come on, one love. He will, he will, he will when my family would come up, he like, what does the prince want? What does the princess want? And what does the queen need? And what does the king? Like, he would greet us when we come over to him. And um, that's cool. He just made you, like, it was just this warmth. And he just made you feel so welcome. And you just felt like, man, I just love being here. And even, like, the different vendors. And Jamaica, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it's actually, there's a lot of poverty there. Um, you know, once you get behind the glitz and the glamour of the resorts and you go more inland, you realize that these people like something, there's a lot of, uh, construction still being done on some of the, the homes. Some of these homes look like shacks. My daughter even asked me, she says, I can't tell if people live there or if that's abandoned or not. And it just makes you really kind of fall back and realize like the things that me and you day to day take for granted, we should be a lot more grateful for it. So like, I was there thinking like, man, if you got warm water, you're rich. If you have internet, you're rich. If you have uh, just the things that you have a television, you have access to to your uh, a cell phone, you got an iPhone or you got a Samsung with it that looks like a daggone TV screen in Frankie's hand, you're rich. <laughs> don't <laughs> like, hate, don't hate. Yeah. But, by, by, by the way, yeah. Apple's going to try to replicate one. No, then. No, yeah, they're going <laughs> to But long story less long. Um, I, I just wanted to say that it just makes you definitely appreciate the things that you have. And the people of Jamaica were just so laid back. Like, they weren't there for Flash. They were just, like, happy you were there. Very hospitable people. And uh, we just had a great time. And um, that was my first trip to an actual, to an island, so to speak. So um, great family trip. Beautiful wedding. Um, I'm going to touch on some more things while later in the show. But, um we got to seem like the chat room is starting to fill up. The guests yeah. are arriving. Welcome, my fellow idiots. It is so good to see all of you. I can't see all the names, but I do see my beautiful wife. I see Maria up there. I see Alex. I see Ro, 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 Ro. Um, who else is up there, Frankie? I got uh, Ray's out there, Maria, Papo. Uh, Papo. I like that name. A childhood friend of mine. Word? Like five years old, yeah. Papo. Uh, we have Anon. I think Anon's from the U.K., 
Okay, Anon. Um, Welcome, Anon, from the UK. And we have Cheers to you. We have three that are not registered with Mixcloud. Okay, so that are just uh, spying they're, on us? They're, they're listening, so, I, you know. All right, man, we got the room that's pretty filled. We, you know, we got to kick it in this morning. I got a lot that we're going to chop into. Right, uh, but before we do that, um, okay. I do want to, mm. my condolences to Jimmy. He lost his father. You know, Jimmy, yes. Jimmy, Jimmy from Patterson. Uh, our you know, prayers to you and the family. Yes, thinking our of you, Jimmy. Your dad um, and everybody. Just know that um, we're here for you. And um, yes, I- I'll see you soon because I'm going to go. I'll, I'll be visiting you this week. Okay. Our heart and condolences are with Jimmy and his family. Uh, terribly sorry to hear about your loss, Jimmy. Uh, we appreciate you and we send in much love and prayers to you and your family. So thank you. And right, yeah. And then right now, actually, I have another cousin who just hopped on here. Um, he just another cousin. Another Who's cousin, that? My cousin James. He's Goonies fifty one fifty. So James, what up? Uh, he lives like upstate New York, way upstate New York. I like that he picked the Goonies. Great movie. Yeah, <laughs> baby. All right, come on, man. Let's go ahead and get it cracking. Let's get the vibes going. Let's set the mood. We got a lot of show to cover, um, and we got to rock this out because a brother need to eat. I didn't have dinner yet. You know how I get. I get a little hangry, Frankie. Um, and this show could go sideways ASAP Rocky. So let's go ahead and get this thing cracking, man. What, what kind of beats you got a lot? Uh, what kind of vibe you setting today, man? Uh, ah, he's not really sure. You don't know? Give me a vibe, Frankie. Don't, don't, don't DJ Fire, Fire, Fire. Here we go. More fire. Boop, boop. Jamaica. They say three is a magic number. Three Pete. Welcome to season three. In the Clown Radio proudly presents. Presents. Presents Life Lessons with Idiots. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn, and it's time to preheat the oven. It's time to cook up in here. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. They're definitely and still, still. not the smartest in the room. I was like, what? They were, they were like clapping. They were like, hey, man. <laughs> so you released the demons. <laughs> My mother looked at me. She said, boy, that boy got an anointing on him. <laughs> but they're definitely not the dumbest. So here we go again. Life Lessons with Idiots. Hey, welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're so glad that you guys are here with us. Today is, what is today's date, Frankie? I'm totally lost. Oh, it's September 7th, 2022. And we are rocking and rolling once again. Um, and yeah, Frankie. Uh, you guys know how to follow us. You know how to listen to us. Uh, but please be sure to check us out on all of your favorite streaming services. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on uh, Google Cast. We are on Stitcher. We are on Amazon. We are on 
Samsung Podcast. Uh, no, Samsung Podcast. Podcast. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on all listening streaming uh, services. So please feel free to check us out. We appreciate you guys who have been supporting us throughout all this time um, across the globe. Uh, we've been getting heard from many different listeners and tons of you guys have been reaching out, showing love to our show. So we just want to once again say thank you to everybody who's been talking about the show and spreading the word. You guys also know how to follow us and stay up to date. Please be sure to check us out on Facebook as well as on Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, and if you ever want to share any ideas or if you ever want to ask for advice, you know, we're always here to listen. Feel free to shoot us an email at lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Send us your ideas. And um, we always down to respond and rock. Uh, Frankie, uh, before I dive into my bevy of topics, I figured we'd do things a little bit different. Okay. So, um, so, so hold on. So I, okay. You okay? I, I do, yeah. I, wanna, I do want to say one thing to everybody. When we give the advice, these are personal. These are personal opinions, personal advice. You know, mm -hmm. so just don't think that you know we're we're Dr. Ruth or Joyce Brothers or anybody <laughs> like that because that's that's what we're not. We 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 live life. You know, we we're here to um, for entertainment purposes, but we also you know we take real scenarios and we take them serious. And the the point of views you get are most of the time how we will handle it. I feel like Frankie got yelled at for one of our takes, but that's quite all right. Um, <laughs> no, but he is right. Um, everything that you hear in this podcast, we're just hoping that we could share our personal lessons with you so that you could achieve your blessings. Uh, these things that we say on this show isn't always going to be 100% facts. We're not doing any fact checking. Checking. They're literally just two guys doing a show, and we're just shooting the crap between the two of us, and we're just kind of letting you guys in on the conversation for you guys to listen, to maybe take away something, or maybe take this conversation to you and your friends and continue the dialogue. So, yeah, man, we're here rocking again. Thank you to everybody who's in the chat. If you would like to join the rest of the idiots who are in our chat right now, my boy Mike is going to kill me because I was supposed to notify him when, this, when we do this, but uh, feel free to go to Mixcloud.com and look up In The Cloud Radio. If you do that, it will bring you directly to our live stream show where you can see the visuals of us on TV. Hey, and I got my Jamaica shirt on. Boop, 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 boop. I, I, I'm back to my wearing my black shirt. And Frankie's back in black. Um, you know, he's like, meet Joe Black. Yep. Uh, um, we have two other people in the chat right now. It's Farrah and Half Pint. Half Pint. What up, Farrah? Um, yeah, man. So we rocking and rolling. Uh, like I said, man, uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, Frankie. You mentioned before you were like, hey, got some things I want to get off my chest. No, well, so get it off your chest. Put it on the table, Frankie. <laughs> Put it on the table. No, actually, <laughs> some of the stuff that I want to talk about is um, we. I, I received a couple, a little bit of bad news the last couple of weeks. I have oh. a couple of friends who. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. No, that actually um, ended up with cancer. Oh, no, uh, listen, and I know it's a tough way to start the show, but I, I got to get yeah. this out because I wanted to do it the previous show that we did. Yeah. But we, we touched on a different topic, and yeah. I, I wasn't going to put two of them back to back. Yeah. And these are things that happen to people that they went to the doctor, and they, they had their yearly physicals and all that, mm -hmm. and it still creeped up on them. Wow. They didn't know. So people, you know, there are cancers out there that don't get detected quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that's like almost like a spider like type of cancer where it just spreads like a web. Oh, wow. And it doesn't get detected normally. So and, and that one happens mainly to women. So please get your checkups. You know, yeah. um, I know two people now that are really fighting, fighting to, you know, you know cancer. And um, I, I give I pray that they, they, they beat this. But, you know, we have to take care of ourselves. And I'm, I'm saying that I know what I, I know how I am and I'm 
turning a new leaf and I'm going to try to put myself into a better place because I have to take care of myself. Yeah, man. Prayers to those people that are going through that. Um, prayers to anybody that's going through uh, any type of treatment or sickness. I always sympathize with anybody going through it because no matter how healthy you are, um, you just never know uh, what kind of illness that might strike your body. Everybody's body is different. I've seen people be in impeccable health. They watch, they die, and they still get sick. So it's unfortunate sometimes. Um, it just kind of happens. Um, but we do hope that your body's able to recover and you have a speedy recovery and you are back in the flow. But like Frankie said, please uh, definitely check, cherish your health. Um, health is your wealth. You know, a lot of us spend a lot of time chasing the money when really you should be just chasing overall good health, both mentally as well as physically. Um, and that includes both dental hygiene. Please stay on top of your dental hygiene. I think that is one of the more forgotten uh, things that a lot of people miss. Um, and I think that is you. And I, I found out it was a wild statistic. I wish I could remember the exact number. But basically, there's a large percentage of illnesses that come from not having good dental hygiene. So if you don't see the dentist regularly, please do that. Um, and yeah, and also... Like Frankie said, go for your annual checkup and make sure. Get checked. Yeah. All right, uh, Frankie. You want me to hit this? Yeah, yeah, man. I told you. I'm, I'm going to let you christen this podcast. Oh, so I, <laughs> so I don't have no current events. I I'll, do. I do. I'll I, do current events later. Yeah, I'm going to let you rock out. So I had a couple of people asking me questions. Okay. So the audience love when you have questions, Frankie, because. So I'm going to ask you. Oh, great. Because now I'm on the hot seat. <laughs> all right. What are we doing? Do you answer all questions? And when you say all questions, if I'm taking a test, no, yes. in general conversation, <laughs> general conversation. Um, yeah. What do you mean? I, I answer all questions. Now, how much do I reveal when my answer to those questions? That will be another thing. Okay. <laughs> Good. So I was asked, do I do I answer all questions? I said yes. He goes, what questions? What won't you answer? I go, questions that are not asked. All right, run that by me one more time, Riddler. So. <laughs> So somebody goes to me. So how was your childhood? It was rough. Yeah. You don't. If you don't ask for details. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I don't provide it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not gonna give them the whole book. You're no, like, listen. So, so if you want to know, ask the right question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, but do you feel like you as an individual, you're holding back? I said no because they didn't ask the right question. It's like when you go to you, you go you know you go to court or anything. Uh huh. They ask you a question. They want you to answer that question. Nothing else. You're good at that. You're good. You are good at that. So yeah, I will tell you. That. I will tell you is like somebody. If you're gonna ask me a question, uh -huh. ask it direct. And if you want more details on that, you have to ask the question. I'm not going to give you. You're more. not going to divulge. All right. And that's a good quality to have because some people overextend. All right. Yeah, because it's like, oh, my God, mm -hmm. I only asked him how he's doing. And all of a sudden, yeah. his wife, his kids. Yeah. That, exactly. you know, that whole thing. Now, do you. Do me. Do I. I said do, do me. I'm not going to do you. That, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's not this type of show. Focus. Focus. But listen, <laughs> do you see yourself going beyond that when somebody asks a question? It depends on who the person's asking. The person that's asking. So whenever I, if I'm talking to like close friends like you or uh, close family members and they're like, you know, Rashawn, I'm dealing with this this situation. Have you ever dealt with something like this? Then I might I wouldn't just go back to them and say, yeah, I dealt with that. <laughs> I would probably say, yes, actually, I dealt with a similar situation where I was at work and this kind of situation kind of came about. And I will like give my personal scenario. But if you're talking like a coworker or someone that I'm not that close with, with opening up, then yeah, I'm going to be more like you. Like, like I'm in a courtroom. It's going to be like, I plead the fifth. 
<laughs> but no, Next you, question, please. Yeah, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. Ask the question. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and again, the person that asked me this is actually going to be listening to the show. Oh, yeah. Because it was one that's of those. That's great. No, it's, it's one of those things that they actually got mad at me. Wow. And then I was like, why are you getting mad at me? You didn't because, ask me the right question. Well, maybe because they considered themselves to be a close friend of you, Frankie, and expected you to expound upon No, wait a minute. I already told you. I, I Oh, that's right. I we had a friend out. cap. For those that don't know, the disclaimer is Frankie has reached the capacity limit of the number of friends he can have in his life. His wife has now forbidden him to accept any new applicants. So if you are outside of the friend circle, you will get short, direct answers. <laughs> yes, and, and for the record, everybody that's in this chat right now has met the criteria. Oh, they're all in it? Okay, okay. Yes, they are all. They're, <laughs> they're, they're all, all in the circle. They're all in the circle. Even right. half pint. All right. Oh, wow. She made the cut? Oh, yeah, she made the cut? Man. Absolutely. BTF She's like right the on the cut? line, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. Alex. Like, I mean, half pint is like right on the line, though. <laughs> she, she, can't even, she can't see the line. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, so... Oh, definitely, Papo. He's made. He he's he was probably like the first ten people on that oh, list. Oh, nice. All right, what else you got for me, man? So, oh my God, you want me to throw one at you? I can mix it up. Yeah, go ahead. Let's. Because I, I have stuff here, but I want. I I, I got I a have great... a feeling that you're gonna fall into one of my topics. Probably. Let me ask you something. So I'll just shoot right from the gate. During your initial meeting, when you meet somebody, does your intuition? give you a sense of who that person is before you see any of their actions. Absolutely. So you do judge a book by its cover. No, no. <laughs> I, no, but I, no, no not, not not a book by its cover all of, you know like like as they walk in. Yeah, like say for example, you meet a new employee who comes to your job and before they have done anything, anything work related, they just came in, you see them, you see how they dress, you see how they look. Does your intuition inside of you give you a sense of which who you think that kind of person is? Before oh man, you're you gonna get me into a lot of trouble. With I this. am. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, new person comes to the office. Go ahead. Regardless of wherever I'm working, regardless, whether, where, regardless. Whether, whether I'm in my where I'm at, Home Depot, where if I was working, no matter. Whatever, like you just see this person. The boom. person walks in uh-huh. and they look like they just came out of bed. Okay. They're irresponsible. Got it. Okay. I, I'm like right uh, this, per- this. This person to me is just gonna be like, huh? Well, I got here late. Oh, what else I gotta do? If you don't yeah. have time to present yourself correctly for first impression, wherever you go, boom, strike one right there. You're done. Got That's it. That's one. Okay. The second thing is, if I swear, and I, this, everybody knows this. Everybody who knows me knows this. If you have bad breath, step away. <laughs> Do not get near me because okay. I, I will take a step and go, okay, you need to know you got bad breath. So this these are all the qualities that you think shapes this person on whether or not you have a sense of who that person is. Well, yeah, it, it does. I, 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 you, no, it does well, because to me it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, I can understand if somebody has a condition and all yeah, this yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. But if you're walking around and you're like – and you and you and you, and you blow a lion yeah, out of your mouth. Like, they're talking like Sylvester from Looney Tunes. Yo, I can't Suffering do it. Suffering sucker Yo, I, I just can't because obviously you have you 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 don't really care. Yeah. Like I take pride. No, absolutely. Like, like I won't I won't leave my house unless my shirt's ironed, and that's mm-hmm. that's just to go next door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. So take some pride in what you look like. Fair enough. I know. I agree. I agree. <laughs> You're funny though. <laughs> Man, you trying to get me in trouble. Like, yeah, just, no, but like I was gonna say. um, I do think that there is a uh, my wife is much better at this than I am. I'm I'm not gonna front. She could tell by the way, whatever she feels about a person, 
and usually an initial meeting. And she's usually very accurate with picking out like, mm, this one didn't, didn't run me away. Sometimes those people win her over. Um, but other people, like, she might be like, nah, it's not going any further than this. Um, but for me, personally, um, I don't know. I, I am, I really have blinders on. I take every single person, regardless of how they look and how they present themselves, I take them at face value until their actions tell me another thing. Well, I, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the most important part is where they, you know, like, I, you know, have I been wrong? Yeah. Yeah. But the first impression to me is just like, okay. Yeah, well, I do agree well, with you, though. I do think you, how you present yourself does yeah. says a lot about your character. Like, if you're coming in here looking like, who shot you? Yeah, no. Um, that's I, a, think, I think that's not a good approach. I'm not shaking your hand. But, I, <laughs> but you know, I, I will tell you that, you know, there have been people that have surprised me and all that. Yeah. Listen, first impressions are always important. And I've said this before in this. It was Alex. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you first, didn't like Alex. First, first day I met her, I go to, I don't like you. Bam, right at the gate. There was no sugarcoating it. You can yeah. ask her any single time. She will tell you that I said to her, I don't like you. Boom, right at the gate. Listen, you're gonna know how I feel. And you know, <laughs> she said, Not only are you gonna like me, you're gonna you're gonna I'm, you're gonna you're gonna love me, you're gonna love my fam you, my family, and you got you're gonna introduce me to your wife and your kids. And that was that and, was it. And uh, well, she kind of I'm, I'm still suffering. So she <laughs> she told you how this relationship was gonna go. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's but that's what it is. But you know, like it, it's a different different person who you know, she yeah. she knew. The first impression wasn't because of her. It was because of all the situations. But, you know, we did what we had to. All right. No, but that's pretty fascinating. That's pretty fascinating, though. That, I, I'm, I'm always curious about the human psyche, about how they see people and how you interpret them, like, right from the gate. Like, you could know nothing. Like, when you people watch. You people watch, Frankie? Oh, man, but that's one of our favorite things to do. I love it. I love it. Like, if I'm in a grocery store, if I'm at a park, wherever I'm at, I'm, I'm making up stories in my head. <laughs> about who you are. <laughs> so one time, um, BTF Phoenix, uh -huh. Karen and me, we were down in Atlantic City, and Fetty Wap was Fetty Wap, the rapper, was, was was performing down there. Okay, so we were like, you know, we know it was gonna get crazy. Uh -huh. We knew. So we we were at Harrah's, uh, the, by the pool, the After Dark pool. Yeah, they had spot there. We sat there and we watched every person that walked in there looking one way, coming out another. <laughs> Yo, it was the best. That is, that is the best. It was the best show I ever saw. Yeah. These, you know, all these pretty girls going in there, right? And all of a sudden, uh -huh. they're coming out with half their wig in their hand. Oh, hair man. They were fighting. Lord have mercy. Bad ratchet. Yeah. Uh, BTF Phoenix says she remembers me that I was very reserved and observes more than more than I talk. And that's true. And I, um, after last week's show, Ro called me and we were talking. And she goes, you know, for a person that doesn't really talk much about yourself, you 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 know you expose a lot on the show. Isn't that something? You know, and I go to her. No, you know what it is. These are things that I will I will answer. Yeah, if asked. I'm asking the good questions, yeah. guys. Get it together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want me going to current events, or you want to keep cooking? So I got a question. All right, go ahead, shoot. So there's a situation. All right. People had two people had an argument. Two people have an argument. Right. Is it a guy and a girl? Is it two guys? Doesn't, uh, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. All right, tell me the story, Frankie. I want no, to know. so I'm just going to ask you. <laughs> How many sides of the story are there? Normal so, people say there are three sides. They say it's person A side of the story, it's person B side of the story, and then it's the truth. That's what most people say. I would say there are four sides. I would count those three sides of the story that you hear. But I also think it's the person 
who's watching the fight. Yeah. <laughs> no, who has a different story? <laughs> so I, I agree, but there's I actually found out there's a fourth. All right, all right. Your so fourth you have, might be different than my fourth. Yeah. So this is I was I was talking to somebody. They're like, so you know when you know you have two friends, they go at it, and then one of them calls you and tells you the story. Yeah. And then the other one tells you, and then uh, what happened, and it's almost similar, but it was more favoring them or yeah, 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 them yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the situation. Uh-huh. But now you have your version of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you heard, I'm right? that person. Yeah, you're that four. person? <laughs> That's no. The, <laughs> the best story is you have to put them in the same room together to hear them argue it out. Oh, God. That, you'll never get it out. Dude, this no. is still You will get the story. Oh, my God. So, people, remember, if you get into that situation. You do this with your daughters, I can just tell. I'm telling you this. <laughs> like you and I believe. You will get the right story if you got to put them both in the same room. You could be, yeah, man. Yeah, that, dude, that's the tactic. The best thing, bro. Because you hear the... It's not like yeah, beatbox. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but the thing is, because so it depends on the people because some people are so prideful and they don't want to be wrong. They'll just keep saying, well, well, did you say this? But did you say this? Well, you said this. And then they just keep going back and forth. So most of the time, that prideful person like that yeah. is the one that's wrong. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so you know which way you got to lean. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, cool. Go ahead. Give me something. All right, you sure? Yeah, All go right. ahead. All right, let me just run through these current events. They're, they're not they're not many, um, but we did, I mean, a lot of things did happen while we were away. I'm not going to touch on any, if, if you're waiting to hear any updates on Trump and Mar-a-Lago and him burying his ex-wife on a golf course so he could avoid taxes, I'm not here to talk about those things. Not, he won. L- I'm just going to simply say Trump is doing him, and we'll see what happens. Um, I will say that California, though, Governor Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. he has an initiative to ban new gas-powered cars from being sold starting in 2035. So that means if you love American muscle and you love all those uh, power engine cars and all that stuff, well, in 2035, you will no longer be able to purchase but any of those minute. new vehicles. So, so wait a minute. Yeah. With all the things that are going on now in the West Coast, they're telling people don't, not to charge their not to charge their cars. Yeah, I know. So it's over. You know, you can't go to the Tesla uh, charging station because it's 112 degrees and it's not. Your, yeah. your car's not charging. So you can't charge your car. But they don't want it, you to use a gas car. But we're not going to give you you no know, more new gas cars oh, after geez. 2035. So this is their effort to try to fight climate change. Um, so once again, this is another case of I like the idea of the approach. I like the aggressiveness you're taking, but this is not feasible. Um, I don't know how this will be uh, accomplished, especially when you have electric vehicles costing way more than most people can afford and maintain. Um, to replace a battery in one of these electric vehicles can cost anywhere from twenty dollars to $30,000, <laughs> like buying a whole new car. Yeah. So, yeah. So good luck with it. that, California. Yeah. The next story I want to touch on, Frankie is some of the Twitter uh, banter that's been going on in regards to Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth, and Game of Thrones fans. Apparently, it is okay to believe in dragons. It is quite a right to believe in fairies. It is a right to believe in doors and all these mythical things. But the moment they see a black person in one of these shows... (laughs) Oh, my God. The illusion apparently is broken. (laughs) So what happened was Game of Thrones. I haven't even started watching. By the way, I am a Game of Thrones fan. I do love Lord of the Rings, but I haven't started either this series. But I saw this chaos all over the Internet 
where basically people were getting upset because I guess one of the it wasn't staying true to the source because they put they casted a black person as one of these characters and they said, oh, gas, what on earth is happening to this show right now? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it was like a it's a big thing. If you go on Twitter, if you go on the internet, there is literally like heated debates. And I just wanted to touch on that I would love to see uh uh, like a divert they call it like oh this woke culture is killing these awesome characters and killing all stuff and me i'm looking at it like i think it'll be hilarious to see spanish and black people fight dragons <laughs> yeah, first of all if it's a spanish person they got they're gonna be fighting dragons with chancletas Yo, <laughs> they're gonna be slapping with they're, a... gonna be, they're gonna be throwing the the, the, no. the flip-flop at the dragon leave yeah <laughs> leave my pasteles alone yeah. <laughs> i can't no, but listen, but seriously, they, they just, they, listen, most of the stuff that's coming out now is stuff that has been yeah been remade a thousand times already. And yeah. I get that part. They're just trying to change what it what it looks like. People really need to just forget about that. I'm going to tell you, and it's the biggest joke. You know, you just can't see color. Yeah. You, you know, like, you have to let it go. I hate when you do these jokes. <laughs> I hate when you do the jokes. We all know you're colorblind, and when yeah, you but see, it, you'll see color. I'm gonna, I'm but, gonna laugh. But, you, you, you know, just don't, <laughs> don't see the color. Just look, look for something and listen to it for what yeah. it is. No, I 1,000 percent agree. I think we should just be entertained by the show. Go into the illusion. I just found it, and they did this thing with the, uh, the other show. What was that show? That's the, not the Crown. Um, it's one of those other British shows, and I think they had like a, one of the girls was like a black princess. I just don't understand that every time that these kind of things come about. If they introduce a person of ethnicity into one of these different roles, why does it have to be this hoopla? Like, why does it have to be this whole, oh, they're ruining the source? Bro, they have, they had Anthony Hopkins playing Zorro. <laughs> Zorro's like a Spaniard. What, what, like, what are we fighting here? No, but like, are, but, we, are we supposed to believe like all these characters that have been played by Caucasian people? that were of different nationalities, are we going to sit here and say, oh, they're not staying true to the source? No, we're going to sit here and say, oh, these were great movies. I was entertained. We had Al Pacino play Scarface. He played a Cuban. He played a Cuban. There is nothing Cuban about Al Pacino. He literally used the most obnoxious accent ever. But guess what? We love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> People just need to let it go. They, they, they really do. They need to just let... Yeah. let I give you the best example. Go ahead, break it down. Uh, the Stephen Stephen King book, it. It, yeah, with Pennywise. Okay, I read the book. Uh huh. Good imagination got me going. I was okay. scared. I, I don't like, like clowns. Okay, but, but neither do I. I hate clowns. But everybody, <laughs> everybody was like, "You got to read the book." I read the book. Mm -hmm. The movie comes out. That has nothing to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Which one now? Because it was the original one. Then they did the remake. I did. I, I saw them both. You saw them both. The okay. Original from yeah. Back the original in the day. from back in the day, like back. And in then the I saw the recent one. I think it was they're, the they're not the yeah. Oh, the not at book all. Is, not at all. So it's the exact same concept. So look, if you're gonna accept the the what they did, they took it when they take a book and make it a movie. Go. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Take it for what it is. It's just yeah, a movie. Exactly. Don't get mad if they, you know, if they hire a Spanish person to play exactly to, to play an Irishman in a movie. You know yeah. who cares? Yeah. It's the role. They're they're acting. The only they're, thing I didn't believe people. The only part I didn't like was when they tried to like cast. I think Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. Then I was like, all yeah, right, that's, I, that, then I was like, that all right, doesn't even make sense. Then I was like, yo, y'all need to chill. Y'all wilding out. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all gonna know what's going on here. <laughs>
But oh man, um, so I got I got to ask you a question. Go ahead. And someone asked me this question, uh, and I've been pondering all week, and I couldn't come up with a story. So I figured, oh, Frankie's gonna have a ton of stories to relate to this. Oh, let's hope. Tell me a true story about your life that sounds made up. <laughs> like some now, my true story that sounds made up is how I got on Deal or No Deal. It was because it was it was far fetched. That I would get on this TV. But you show. gotta see him on go oh, on YouTube. Oh no, you don't have it on YouTube. No, it, keep but it is, it, is, it, is it, it is on the internet. You gotta see oh. him. He does the split. Oh god. <laughs> but if you ever find Michael it, Jackson. you're lucky. But anyway, I how I got on that show is is far fetched. Because I went to a car dealership to audition. And then I went from the car dealership, did the moonwalk at the car dealership, and I had a partner with me who was a freehold cheerleader. <laughs> We wowed the producers, got picked to come to New York for a video audition, then went from the video audition to get taken to be requested to come to Connecticut to the studio to then film the show where I was like the 99th pick to go on stage because I was that far behind the other contestants who were selected before me. And then a director saw me backstage and then says, this guy is actually pretty funny, he's talented, and they put me on stage. But that that was the brief version of my far-fetched story. But I figured Frankie... You have way more ridiculous scenarios and situations that are completely unbelievable, but that have actually happened to you. Oh, man. This is tough. I'm going to tell you one. Okay? All right. Give me one. Just give me one. So years ago. Okay. I had to be like 17, 18 years old, and um, I was, I went into the city, and it was for Halloween. Okay. Uh, I used to work at a place, and everybody, after work, everybody went, and we, we were, yes, I was at a bar. At 18. Yes, back you, in the day I was 18. Okay. Look at you, little rebel. Okay, I had, you know, I had one of those IDs. I ain't going to lie. So okay. I sat in the bar, and we're hanging out. We're watching the parade through the village, going through. Okay. And all that. So we're in the, I'm hanging out. Met this lady. She's dressed like Elvira. Nice. And we're there. We're talking to her. It was like three or four of us. We're sitting there. We're talking to her. And she's like, oh, you guys like Halloween? Do you, guys, you know, do you like the, Elvi uh, the Elvira? Yeah. Like, oh, she yeah. was all dressed up. Like, she oh, meant to dress like Elvira. Oh, yeah. Meant, like, to the T, straight down. Okay. And, you know, we were hanging out. We we ate there. We we um, had drinks. Um, then we actually walked the parade. You went into the parade? We went. Yeah, we walked the Halloween parade. That okay. Over there, right? You're not dressed up, though. No, 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 no. The, dude. The only thing that's fake on you is your fake ID. But keep My going. fake ID, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Papo said he does. No, I don't. Um, no, so we were, we were, we were out there. Um, and then she was like, yeah, let's go hang out. So we went down. Then we, when we, we came back, we went to this other bar. It was, it was called Don Pepe's. I'm, I think it was on Bleecker Street. Okay. So we're all hanging out there. And I'm like, well, it was nice meeting you and everything like that. So I go to her, so, what, so what's your name? She goes, Cassandra. I go, Cassandra? That's the real Elvira. So I go to her, wait a minute. And she goes and she lifts the wig and, it and it's the red hair. The real, it was the real, the real lady. It was get out of here. So we were hanging out with her. I'm like, holy crap, that is. This. You were hanging out with her the whole we time. Didn't even know. That is crazy. That is a good story. We didn't even know it the was the real crazy. Elvira. So, so she's like, I'm like, holy crap. She goes, I go, nobody even bothered you. She's the only time I can wear the outfit and enjoy. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Because everybody just like, oh, it's just somebody in costume. They would never think that yeah. she's really there. Yeah, and we hung out with her for at least three hours. Wow. Yeah, really cool lady, down to earth. Man, that is insane. That's a good story. Yeah, that one, that's a, that's probably the... You hung out with Elvira. What I even know who she was. That's pretty neat. And you're talking about back in the 80s where we didn't have cell phones or anything. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, so yeah. There was no pictures yeah, taken or you anything. You didn't even have a disposable camera, nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Oh, man. So that's one. Another one was... 
See now the I knew. I see now. I knew Frankie would have some far fetched ridiculousness. So we went to my brother and I and his ex wife. We all went to see a wrestling match at the Meadowlands. Okay, and it was when LT Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, he, he he was. Yeah, I think that was WrestleMania, matches. wasn't it? No, I don't think that was WrestleMania. Or SummerSlam. It, it was. Maybe no, it was in the winter. It was, it was in the, the winter. winter. Okay. So we so so he said you know he had his restaurant LT's on Route Seventeen. Okay. So he goes, you know, like anybody who, you know, who's, and it was a blizzard. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's willing to go to the restaurant, you know, free charge, you know, you don't have to pay. You can just come hang out with us at the restaurant. Oh, nice. So I was like, all right. I said, you want to go? He says, we go. We drive to the restaurant. So we go. And uh, this place is packed. Mind you, it's it's a blizzard conditions. Yeah. Was he giving out free food? Like, why no. was everybody making their way to the- he, he invited everybody. No cover. Cause no cover. It was, also, it was also a bar lounge at night. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he's like, yeah, come down, hang out with us and all this and all that. So the, the huge crowd. So he comes down the stairs from the second floor. Okay. And he points. Mind you, we're in three different places. He goes, you, you, and you. Three different people. It was my brother, my sister, my, my, his ex-wife, uh-huh. and me. Come upstairs. Talk. He took three of you, random people, random out people, of the crowd. Out of the crowd. He took the three of us. So we go upstairs. He's like, um, we go through. We go, we go upstairs and he's like, um, you can you can hang out with us. I'm like, great. Wait, wait, just so, hang out with LT. So, hang out with LT. So we go upstairs. This is crazy. So we're up there, <laughs> and uh, he goes, "Let me introduce you to somebody." I'm like, "All right." He goes, uh, "Rick Flair, come here." No way. Woo! So <laughs> it's Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Uh, remember, woman, the wrestler lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, China, China. She was there. Wow. Um. Um. It's got to be X Pac or uh, Shawn Michaels or Kevin Shawn, Nash. Shawn Michaels was there. Um, Yo. Stephen Baker. Yeah. LT, uh, uh, Leonard Marshall. So they're all upstairs. Wow, that's crazy. So we're all hanging out. I got their yeah. autographs, right? And we're all hanging out. And then um, uh, LT goes to me, uh, You know how to shoot pool? Oh, you play pool <laughs> so with he, LT? So he this is around. crazy. So he goes to me, I go to him, Yeah, I could defend myself. He goes, Well, if his exact words. Well, if you can beat me, everything's on the house tonight. I said, rack them up. Ah! <laughs> so we played three games at eight ball. I won. I won two out of three. No way. Yeah, he paid for the entire night. Yo, that is amazing. Yeah, that's two of my favorite stories. That is amazing. True. Playing pool with LT. Yeah. That is a crazy moment, yeah. man. And then I, when we were getting ready to leave, um, at that time. Somebody was like, oh, what are you going to do now? He goes, I got to go home because I got to get ready for work. Like, like. Yeah, like it was. Like he was going to UPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got, you're, you're a Giants player. You're about to go play football. Yeah, so, yeah, he left around, left around midnight and I hung out with Ric Flair till about 2.30 in the morning. Ric Flair. Yeah. That is wild, Frankie. One of my favorite, favorite stories, man. What a crazy story. Yeah. You know what? That brings me. Holy cow. That brings you right into my next topic. All right, bring it. Wow, this is amazing. I love when we do this, like when things just flow naturally. Um, <clears throat> so let me ask you something. So I told you how I went to Jamaica, and the whole point of me going to Jamaica was to celebrate uh, my cousin's uh, marriage. He had a wedding there. Um, so shout out to Tim and Joyce once again. Congratulations I, on your wedding. I feel like all your trips are for weddings. Didn't yeah, that's pretty much this year. It's been <laughs> nothing but wedding. All my vacations are built around weddings. Um, but, yeah, so shout out to them. Congrats to them on a beautiful wedding. Everything turned out great. It was, it was, it was, uh, throughout that entire wedding, um, that whole weekend, there were a lot of heartfelt moments where people gave great speeches. I just got to share a few words and, uh, we just had different moments, touching moments and lots of laughter and so forth. 
Um, but throughout that weekend, one thing kept resonating. Um, there were a bunch of people who got up there and um, and my wife just put worth the wait. Yeah, it was worth the wait. By the way, this wedding was delayed twice. It, they were supposed to get married the year of COVID. It got delayed. They, we, they were then supposed to get married the following year, but COVID had made a, a sequel and came back. So it got delayed again. So this was like the third year of trying to do this wedding and it finally came through. But anyway. Oh, that's a good story. It was like, I didn't want no delays because of personal issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's just like, like they, unfortunately, I mean, I, at first I thought they were going to call it quits and like, forget this destination and just, let's just do it because they got, you know, shot down twice. I mean, COVID, you kind of start wondering, is this thing meant to be or not? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, throughout the ceremony, countless people had gone up there, you know, to speak on about my cousin. And a lot of them have said, hey, you're a great father. You're a great man. You're a great this. And they were like, the way you treat the kids, the way you do these things, like they were just acknowledging all these wonderful things about him, right? And um, my cousin told me offline, um, he says, you know, everything, you know, everything that I am and who I am is because I aspire to be like you. He says, you know, you inspire me to be who I am now. Like, to be the... Hell of a compliment. And I was like, you know, like, wow, that's that's amazing to hear. It is, it's great, you know, to know that I touched somebody's life that way. Because, you know, I think each one of us, we don't wake up every day thinking, who am I going to inspire? I think we just go about our day-to-day being the best person we can be. And then not realizing that your actions sends a ripple. Because by me being a good impression on my cousin, he impacted multiple different other lives who didn't look up to him. Right. And I think back on who inspired me, and I look back on my uncle, because I didn't have a lot of great positive male figures that I was close to uh, growing up. Um, But my uncle, who was more like my big brother, I was able to see the way he moved and how he took... And, you know, my uncle, he has a lot of different flaws about him but the one thing i can say about him is that he's generous he's loyal and he is he's thoughtful of family and those qualities rubbed off on me to become the person that i was going to be so all that being said i kind of want to know frankie from your perspective because i'm now starting to see that not only just family members who look at me and they look at my family and they say i like the way you're doing things you make me want to be a better father you make me want to be better person and again i didn't know i was influencing this many people um but it's good to hear but i'm curious with you frankie because i know you impact a lot of lives especially a lot of different people who are listening to the show who inspires you and um have you ever been told that man i know you got a number of different inspirations but my mother yeah always my mother always your mother yeah um, she never, I never heard her complain. I never heard her like say we didn't have something, whether we didn't have it or not. Yeah. We yeah. didn't. So my mother was such, is such an influence to me. I didn't know we were poor. Yeah. And she always said, you know, you, you, you need to be this person that, you know, be thankful for what you have, not what you don't have or what you wish for. Mm. Because the stuff that you have is earned already. Yeah. So, and, wow. and, 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 it, yeah. and it stayed. So to me, you know, like she's the one that, that that molded me into being like 
more compassionate with people and understanding and not jumping the gun. Like, I know people that, you know, you piss them off and all of a sudden they they like they drop the dime, they call you the F word, they curse you out and all this. Yeah. And all that. My mom taught me, take a step back. Don't say it when you're mad because when you say it when you're mad, you really meant it. Oof. So if you wish that person death mm. at that time when you're pissed, you really want them to die. Wow. So take a step back because you're going to regret your words. Yeah. So... When it comes to that, I, I think that that's the reason why I am the way that I am. I never look at anything as a negative because when I was, we were down and out growing up, we, I never saw it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I knew that, you know, we went days without electricity or, or food. But when we had our meal, regardless of whatever it was, it was a meal and it was yeah. provided by my mom. So, yeah, that's that's the person for me. So. Yeah. When I deal with my kids or I or somebody calls me and goes to me, you know, this is going on. I'm like, yeah, but if you keep listening, if you keep thinking about it that way. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. So if somebody calls and goes, you know, I really want to I really want to be with this person, but they don't want to be with me. Yeah. OK, so there's your answer. If they don't want to be with you. Why do you want to be with them? Oh, because you care for them. OK, I understand that. But if you're going to mm-hmm. be with them and they're not going to care for you, they're not going to treat you the way you should be treated. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So. I, I get it that you want that, mm-hmm. but it's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Look at what you have already and find yeah. something that's going to be of value to you because what you're doing is basically putting yourself in second place. And you don't do that when it comes to life. Life is too short. Mm-hmm. I heard I heard this a long time ago. He says, life is short. Death is forever. Why would you want to ruin the precious time you have on this planet? Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I see it that way. I'm not going to be miserable. No, I feel you on that, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, you know, do 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 men or do women take on responsibilities and struggle in life? Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. But when a man tells you, like, if I tell you I'm gonna fix it, mm-hmm. it's gonna be fixed. Yeah. Okay. If if you hear that from your mom or some, from or a significant other, it's gonna be fixed because they they've learned how to survive. You're right. Yeah. And it's it's you know it's one of those things that where. It's not only common sense, it's hustle. It's 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 a state of mind mm-hmm. that you know you have to you you have to learn how to, you know, how to be that that all in one. Because if you don't, the bottom line is you're going to end up like everybody else, 60 years old with nothing. Mm. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um so you would say that your mom uh was the main inspiration for my, you. My your mom's my biggest, in, you know, and yeah. yeah, because you know, I've I've sat with my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've asked her questions that nobody else knows the answers to, and I hold them dearly to me. And yeah. I will never, you know, let anybody know because it was a conversation between yeah. my mother and I. But I do know that she was a father. She was a mother. She was an aunt. She was an uncle. She was everything. Yeah. She, you know, so I, yeah, nobody's perfect, but I, I see no wrong in my mom. Yeah, but no, that's beautiful because again, you touched on a lot of great points, which is basically the legacy. And of character of your mother carries on through you and now it carries through you to your daughters and not only to your daughters but it carries through your workplace and other people who come in and out of your life whether it's friends or other family members and that was the thing that resonated with me hearing it as well is that you know I think everybody needs to take a moment to realize that every time you think people aren't watching they are your strength of character will outlast any riches that you ever made in your life. You can make a ton of money 
and think that I made it. This is now I got to have people looking at me. That's not what defines you. It's who you are as a person. And I think um, that's the thing that hit me the hardest. And I was kind of like, you know, trying to pour out to other people that, you know, walk a certain way where you want how you want to be remembered. Mm-hmm. How do you want people to think of you when you're no longer here? Like, how do you want people to think of your character? Because, uh, again, hearing my cousin acknowledge that and even hearing certain friends say, hey, you know, Rashawn, like, I, w- I look to you um, as sort of like a sort of standard for myself of like what I want to aspire to be. I don't even know how to take that because I'm I'm just living life. I'm just trying to make it like everybody else. But that's what you're and supposed that's the thing. to do. Yeah. So you're not letting the negative yeah. be a part of your life. To me, if you leave the negative in your life, guess what? You're going to. Uh, be a bad influence for somebody else. Yeah, you know, you're that person. You're not gonna get that conversation. He's saying, "Oh, you know, it's because of you that yeah. you know, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm living my life." You're not gonna get that if you're 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 negative or contradicting or yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not really it's not even worth it, man. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I I when I get that in my life, I get rid of it. I don't need that. Oh, I know, Frankie. <laughs> you I'm close the, you. you close the door. That stuff. <laughs> I, I I believe in happy life, man. All yeah, man. Day. That the impact that you make in people's life can last for generations, and not just in your family, but also theirs. So, um, I would just say, like you know, carry on a, a positive uh, spirit, especially during these crazy times of like where people are really struggling because of inflation, and people are really struggling because of things with jobs and everything that's out there. And not to get like Debbie Downer on it, but I do want people to feel uplifted and feel like they want to wake up and make a positive impact on other people's lives. And I think if you just go back and I'm not saying you have to do tons of outreach, reach, just do, just live your life as being a good person and being good to others. And I promise that that will be felt by people. You don't even know who are watching. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, man, I'm gonna turn it over to you, man. I have tons of other stuff, but I I feel like I have been like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> leaving a lot on you today, but that's okay. It's okay. We're having a little streaming problem again. It's oh okay, me, but we'll continue recording. We're fine. All right. So, so if the visuals, the yeah, I was gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, if the visuals get stuck. Um, Mixcloud seems to be stalling. I'm not. We're not sure. It'll it'll come back whenever it does. But don't worry. We're we're still having the show being recorded, and we'll get the hard copy out for streaming uh, soon. Let me see if when I can... the show is over. That's yeah. all right, Frankie. Don't yeah. no. So what I did is I, I turned off the visuals to see if it'll refresh itself. Okay. Um, but yeah, Frankie, we want to dive into that. So, did you hear about the prank that Payless pulled? On <laughs> Wait, Payless the Pay- shoes? Payless the shoes, yeah. Payless shoes pulled the prank. Yeah. Okay. What did they do? They started making real. So they started they making better was, shoes. They did this out in. <laughs> I think they did this out in California somewhere. What they did was they they created a boutique. Okay, like a pop up shop, like a pop up shop. Okay, they gave it a really fancy name. Oh, wait a second! <laughs> so, I think I did see this. And what they did was they put all their shoes, they yeah, put one shoe out. They made it look like a chic store, like a, a like store. a like a little bo- like Balenciaga store or something yeah. like that. They made it look real chic and all that, and, they, and it was all Payless shoes. And what they did was they were asking the people, and the people were like, "Oh, this is a quality shoe. Look at this. Look at that." Yeah, yeah. And well, how much would you pay for that shoe? It was four hundred, and there was somebody was six fifty, and the people were actually wow. going to pay for these shoes. Yeah. When they were about to pay, they actually told the people, you know, they were like, "Listen, people, you know, this is Payless shoes. This is a fake store." So we went through this whole thing. 
And the reason why I brought that up that is, is hilarious. Yeah, the reason hilarious. why I brought that up is because another it, there was a Michael Jordan interview. They asked him, "Are your are your sneakers worth the hundred and fifty dollars?" This was back in the late eighties. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Eighty dollars worth. He goes, "I don't know. If people want to pay it, they'll pay it." Mm-hmm. He goes, and he said, "Do you know that the the company that makes your sneakers, it cost them like four dollars to make?" Yeah. That's what most of these manufacturers. So, so, and I'm like, makes sense. So, Payless pretty much told everybody out there, you keep looking for the name brand. Yeah, you're still paying for a four dollar, three dollar item, and your the, the markups are ridiculous. Bro, they do that with sunglasses. For oh, those yeah. for those that don't know, sunglasses are all usually made from the same manufacturer. So, whether you have Ray Ban sunglasses or you have uh, Oakleys or whatever it might be. They're all made from like the same sort of distribution center. After and again, you guys could go look this up yourselves. Um, when I last looked this up, I was blown away. But yeah, you're paying more for what they call the branding of the glasses than the actual yeah. uh, tools it takes to make those glasses and have the manufacturer sent here. So I, I so I had a pair of shades. Yeah, I lost them like uh, this summer. I don't know where I wear, but I lose them all the time. Mm-hmm. People are like, "Yo, those are really nice. What are those Ray Bans?" I said, "No." These are like ten dollars. Yeah, the prescription and everything. So, one of the persons that, that we were talking to had Ray Bans, exact same, no different, no nothing. He paid almost four hundred for having. Oh yeah, prescription. So, yeah, no, those, those glasses are expensive too, I'm a, bro. I'm tell you right now, rich people dress poor. Yeah. Well, yes they, and no. I mean, you'll see them with the black T-shirt. It might be a five hundred dollar T-shirt, but it's a yeah. black T-shirt. <laughs> I will give you that. So, okay. rich people do not wear brands like they don't. Like, I think a lot of us like to flash the brands and stuff like that. Rich people just pretty much, they like to stay almost anonymous in their branding. Uh, but they do wear some very fine clothes, <laughs> to say the least. Mm-hmm. No, and I, and, and trust me, I mean, like, if, if they, they were to come down in price, I'd, I'd, I'd probably buy more brand stuff. But I can't see myself spending all that money. Let me ask you something, because um, another thing that came up this week, because uh, there's been, like, this whole debate about billionaires i think it was because jay-z he had gave his commentary on his thoughts on capitalism and when he brought it up a lot of people were like uh how could he say that how could he you know um and i think he didn't he didn't say anything outlandish he was just like you're not gonna trick me by calling me a capitalist right make me forfeit all the money that i have or make me feel guilty about having the money that i have and here's my thing I feel like no one becomes a billionaire without exploiting or taking advantage of other people. You can't accumulate that amount of wealth without, possible. without exploiting people. Like when you think about it in the U.S., there's like, over, what, 300 million people, right? At least over 300 million people. There are literally only 700 billionaires. And I think in the world, nah, nah, probably just in the U.S., but 700 billionaires, right? That ratio is crazy. I know one. I met one. You met one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably played pool. No. <laughs> no. Actually, um, crazy story. Oh, go God. Frankie this. got another crazy story. So I was working in New York. I was working in Soho. Come to the mic, man. Oh, I, I keep moving back. Yo, I, I need to going? get that other earpiece thing. That could, Jesus, you need a Janet Jackson mic. You keep leaving the microphone. I'm old. That's what she's <laughs> No, she doesn't. <laughs> Leave Janet alone. So we went to uh, both of ours in, okay. in, in Soho. So I'm sitting there. And I hear this man behind me. He's complaining. So I lean back. I'm like, man, 
it's Balthazar's. Everything's going to be expensive. He goes, yeah, I know. And I'm paying no mind to this man. I'm just like, I'm, I'm like leaning back. I'm like, yo, yeah. it's expensive. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to pay. You're going to pay, pay for, the, yeah. for sitting here. And this, that was the same week um, that, uh, what's his name? Jerry Seinfeld was there and he asked his, uh, whatever, her, his ex-wife, or I don't know if they're still married. Okay. To marry him. It was at that restaurant. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm, you know, so I'm there and I'm talking to him, to the guy. He's like, just yeah. be, he just be mingling. <laughs> I, got, I got stories. So no, he just so be mingling with the celebs. Oh, when well, Jerry Seinfeld got on, uh, when he proposed, you remember that. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there and the guy's talking to me and then, you know, he's like, yeah, but you know, it's expensive. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that's, that's, that's how these places make money. You know, they charge a lot of money. I mean, like, yeah. You know, and I said a lot of celebrities come here and, you know, they, they're going to rake in the dough. Became a hotspot. Yeah. So he goes, well, I, I see your point. And then, I'm, you know, we're talking for a few more seconds. He eats, I eat, and then he's like, oh, I'm about to leave. He goes, oh, nice meeting you. And your name? He goes, oh, Richard. I'm saying, oh, Richard, my name is Frank. He goes, Frank what? I go, Frank Cartier. And he goes, oh, I'm Richard Branson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. He was from, from the Virgin yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. For, for the guy, if you guys don't know, he owns uh, the Virgin. Uh, he actually sent a space shuttle right. into space recently for kicks and giggles. Um, he's that guy. Yeah, <laughs> this is years ago. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, no. but yeah, no. But again, I don't think you could get to that status without taking advantage of a lot of other people or that are usually less fortunate. But um, hand so over fist, they 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 take your money. You don't even know. Everybody thinks they're getting the deal. Let me tell you, everybody that goes out and spends all this money on on mobile phones. I'm not gonna give a brand because everybody knows what they like and everybody like all knows of androids. Are. All the apples, <laughs> you know. But, but think about it. Well, so they they, they <laughs> they're charging thousands of dollars for this stuff. It's yeah. worth it's 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 worth like maybe forty bucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's you, what you, it is. You're, you're falling into the markets. Yeah, they're robbing from you. But then they turn around and go to you. Oh, listen, today only we're gonna drop sixty percent off because you hear sixty percent off, you think you're getting a deal. Meanwhile, they're still making a profit off of you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Profit. So absolutely. you know. They're stealing from you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, we've seen them with the price gouging, with gas stations and so forth. It's unfortunate, but I think that's the way of our society. Everybody wants to make profit uh, off of their uh, product. You, 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 it, it may cost them cents or even dollars to manufacture, and they're going to give you the premium market. We've seen it with the car dealerships, how they're doing it with the cars right now. Yeah, so the, the the guy that I deal with from the car dealership, yeah, he messaged me. He goes, "Hey, you still looking for a car?" I go, oh, "The price is still outrageous." He goes, "Yeah." I go, "No." Ah. <laughs> that was at least, least he kept your number on file. Yeah, no, we still talk. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna pay that extra. Frankie, money. you still talk to your hacker that hacked you? <laughs> you know something? I spoke to him. <laughs> you guys keep in touch, like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" No, so you hacked any more accounts yet? <laughs> so he did hack another account. So he sent me a mess- he sent the message, and I was looking for because I wanted to show you. I can't saying, "Hey, will you vote for me?" Wait, no way! He I sent swear, you another I, message. Yeah, so I was like, "Dude, <laughs> we've been through this. You did this under my account." <laughs> I, I swear to you, I said we went through this already. I took my account back from you. Oh my god, I can't. That was um, I think Monday. I can't, Frankie. Yeah. You need to block the hacker. No, you leave them out there. You 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 you, you can't block them. Oh man, they're gonna find a way. All right, what else you got for me, Frankie? Oh my God, I can't with I can't with you right now. <laughs> so how do you handle your kids with difficult questions? Oh, how do I handle what kids like, when they ask difficult questions? So my son recently <laughs> has started asking 
my my wife and I, um, how was he born? <laughs> my son is nine, and this is around the age where they start trying to piece together, like, how does this work? How did I come about? <laughs> and uh, my wife usually answers this question by saying, go ask your father. <laughs> and I have yet to be able to sit down and talk to him about it. But in any event, you are a parent and you are asked this question from your child. I have some advice for you. <laughs> you simply say, it is a very horrific story. <laughs> I know. You're horrific. He's like, oh, it was, you have no idea. It was like you war. Can, it was war. It was war bringing you out into this world. But we saved you. <laughs> No, I, I usually I, I haven't had the chance to talk to him yet. It is a kind of a difficult question because you never know how much to tell them. But I, I did it like I did with my daughter. I give them enough information to overall get the concept, but you don't need to go into the details. So, for instance, how did my beautiful son come into this world? I say, one, mommy and daddy, we uh, built a relationship and it was our love that had you created. And then once you were created, you lived and hibernated in your mother's stomach where you just did twists and turns and mommy fed you. And then when it was time and you said, I'm getting too big for your stomach, I'm getting too big for this house, we took you to the doctors and the doctors you need to write kids books. quickly helped us get you out of there and they cleaned you up and they put you in our arms and we've been in love ever since. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bam, 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 bam. And then we named you. <laughs> we said we think we'll keep him. So how many names did you did you go through? Um, it was only between it was between three names. So um my wife has this uh sort of uh cultural thing that they follow where they take the first initial of I think the of the grandparent. Um that that is uh the grandparent that is tied to the family right so to speak so we took we knew the first initial uh was going to be m which is after my wife's uh father father's name and it was just a now a matter of narrowing down what name we wanted to go with so i obviously i was going to name him right out the gate michael jordan bryant um that didn't no, bite. Didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No, I figured I'd do either Michael Jordan Bryant or Michael Kobe Bryant, but it didn't. She didn't bite. She wasn't feeling it. Um, no, but there were two other names that we were really considering. So she went Anthony Mason? Um, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, but, um, yeah, or per oh, she just told me, she said, or a person who has passed away that's close to the family. Um so yeah, we we had a few names, um, but we 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 uh we we settled on that name. It felt like a strong name. We liked it, and we kind of stuck with it. And then unfortunately, after we named our child and we're ready to go out into the world, we found out that the Kardashians named their one of their kids the same exact name. And then we found out ninety percent of America started naming their kids this name. So, Mason. Okay. <laughs> cool. But yeah, that was that. But yeah, man. How about you? How do you how do you deal with it? I know what you're gonna do. What are you gonna do? You gonna deflect? No, I, I, <laughs> I depending on the age, I will tell them the the full details they can't get because you're you're too young to understand. Mm. But then I give them basics, yeah, like like, like a legit basics, like you did. Yep, so, something that's like you're seven eight years old. This is all you need to know. 
I think the toughest questions a kid ever asks you is when it's like family related stuff. Like when they start asking you questions like like what? Like if they say, "Hey, what's up with such and such in the family? How come you don't talk to this person?" I tell them the truth. Oh. <laughs> you don't think that a kid shouldn't know these things? No, when they were younger, when my kids were younger, I would be like, "Well, there's the situations that, you know, yeah. between us." But my kids are old enough right now to know the truth about anybody that we don't, that, that that I have a problem with. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're down, they're now, now they could grasp it now. Yeah, but I like trust me, I mean like not too long ago, we had the conversation. And he goes, "Why, why this person doesn't talk to you?" So now, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is the reason, blah 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 blah, and this is the reason why this happens. And and are you ever planning on talking to that person? It's not my choice; it's theirs. Nice. It's oh, when okay. they decide. Yeah, because I'm listen. I will talk to anybody who doesn't want to talk to me. They want to sit down and they want to figure it out. I am there to do that. I didn't think so. No. To hear it out, we just said on the that. last podcast, you're not no, forgiving. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> to hear to hear it out, I'm not forgiving. Yeah, if you hurt me, I'm not gonna forgive you. If you, but you, you break my trust, I thought I'm, you said that's it. Like, no, done. but if somebody wants to come, I'm gonna give them the opportunity. Oh, you do? Oh, I wouldn't. Sure. I didn't even think you would give them that. No, 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 no because you know, I'll give them the opportunity because I don't want them to be like, oh, he said he don't want this. No, 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 I'll give you the opportunity to talk to me. Okay, all right. Um, but I'm never gonna trust you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that bridge is gone. No, because, and and the longer it is. The harder it is, to have, yeah, you know, yeah. So if you don't, revisit that, yeah. yeah. So if you don't talk to somebody for two years, okay, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. if you don't talk to somebody for ten years, that that becomes even harder. Yeah, the gap is too big. Yeah. So you know, yeah. So you know, if there somebody really wants to sit down and talk, and you really want to resolve something, I'll sit with them. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. That's a fair enough. But thing. when with my kids at, at this age, you know, like not too long ago, there was a situation, and I told them this is what happened. Boom, 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 and that's it. Yeah, and I and I told them when you're pretty upfront about it, and I told them that if you see these, you know, the, this person or whatever, and they say hello to you, tell them to kick kind. rocks. No, be kind, be respectful, <laughs> be respectful. Tell them to kick rocks with no shoes on. <laughs> but you don't, you don't have to hug a person, you don't have to kiss a person, you don't have to just say hello and just move on. That seems fair to me. I, I mean, like, I, I, I'm not gonna no. tell my kid not to do it. Eh, I would. Yeah, no, I, no it, it all depends on who it is. Gang, but, gang, gang. You know who to run with. <laughs> Thug, life. Thug life. You ain't running with them no more. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I heard I heard something really deep too the other day too. Um, they speak because we were talking about like having positive vibes and all this stuff. And you was talking before about how people like complain about different things. Somebody says, you know, you always got to check your frequency of yourself. And they say your frequency is what you frequently see. Okay. And, and when I broke it down, I was like, oh, snap, makes sense. So if you see only negativity and you only see bad things, that will disrupt your frequency. But if you focus on the good and different things and you focus on the positive and you focus on wanting to be good to other people, you live in now in a more positive frequency. And that is what you will frequently see in your life. So I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, I like that. That was pretty dope. Yeah. I like when people do things like that with words. They <laughs> they get you. They get you. They good do. Too. They do, man. I, be, I fall. I'm hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, I like I those things. Um, what else you got for me? Want to hear a dad joke? <laughs> right, I got a dad joke for you. All right. So me and this girl, like, we used to date, right? And I really was really into her. And one day I said, hey, why don't you meet me at the gym? Because I like to be at the gym. It's something that I love and I want to share it with you. She never showed up. And Frankie, that's when I kind of knew. Her and I were never going to work out. 
done with you. Uh, do we need to wrap up the show? Yeah, this is this is this just ended the show. Okay. People, you know how to find us? You know yeah. how to, you know where to find us? We're we're gonna next week will be one less idiot. Oh great. All right. The dad joke is what was submitted to the show. So Oh um, my god, you just killed the show. You killed the show. Wait. Hey Frankie, you wanna know why I don't like elevator music? Why? It's terrible on so many levels. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> Give, give the goodbyes. Okay. Give the goodbyes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for listening to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your host, Frankie and Rashad. We appreciate you rocking with us. We appreciate you, too. That joke was from my boy David. He loves dad jokes. <laughs> I, I'm done with you. <laughs> we thank you guys for rocking with us. We appreciate you guys for listening. You guys know how to uh, listen to us. Please Make sure you spread the word. Tell your friends they can find us on Spotify. They can find us on Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Google Cast, Stitcher, TuneIn, Alexa. We're on all streaming services. Um, and by all means, please make sure to follow us on Instagram as well as on Facebook and Twitter. We are on the socials. This will keep you up to date on when our episodes are dropping um, and keep you in tune. By all means, if you ever want to reach out, please send an email to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. We do love all feedback, ideas, suggestions, or different things that you want us to touch on. We're open to them. So once again, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us. This has been another interesting show of life lessons. I have no idea how this show's going to come out. I know we got some great Frankie stories, and we now know that Frankie's an undercover celebrity. He just randomly runs into Lawrence Taylor and billionaires and all kinds of uh, Elvira. (laughs) I also, uh, Steve Buscemi. Oh, um, my God. Look at this guy. Will Smith. Uh, Frankie's like a D-lister. We didn't even know it. No. no. (laughs) Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. (laughs) I met them when the Lean on Me was being filmed. Yeah, that's right. Because I was there. Oh, he was there. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. I actually sat with him at headquarters. I I can't believe you walk around with no security. It's insane. I I will eventually. (laughs) All right, guys. We're getting out of here. Frankie, go ahead. Cue up the music. We about to leave y'all with some good vibes. We love you and appreciate you. Thank you for everybody in the chat. Papu, make it name. We see you. Uh, Peacock, my beautiful wife. Thank you for coming in here. Uh, BTF Phoenix, we love you. Alex, what's up? Um, My person from the UK, what was that name? Um, A9C USA. Yeah, shout out to you. And shout out to all the other members in the chat. Uh, If you came in even just for a little bit to pop and listen, we appreciate you. Please continue spreading the word. Love y'all. Peace and a bottle of hair grease. We give you these lessons so that you can have blessings. We're out. Peace. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Life. Life. Lessons. With. Idiots. Hey. Hey. Hey, man. Listen up. Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Peace. Oh my god. I, I know the director. Frankie.
Who are all these people you hanging out with? How no, you I just know them. It's just, you know it's like Michael Schiffer, see, Michael Schiffer wrote Lean on Me and he also wrote Colors. I saw both. Wow. I saw when he did him, in the, the one, he did both of the, well, both of the premiere. Celeb friends. One of the, well, he did a premiere in California for Colors and then he did one here for, on the East Coast. I went to the one here. It was at the, um, Thirty Fourth Street. I forgot the name of the theater. Oh wow! I went there, and then it was like, it was like, right, like right around the cross, across the street from like Macy's. And then um, Lean on Me was the premiere was in Patterson at the Fairview Theater. Yeah. Look at you, Frankie. You, all right, Frankie. We gotta work on your Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was on there today. 